Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This morning, the blame game rages over the New South Wales flood response. Offers of help from the army turned down. Risky behaviour, a bus driver captured doing the wrong thing in flood water. Open for business, Jetstar jets off to Bali for the first time in almost two years. Russia strikes a military base near the Ukrainian border, dozens killed. And Alex Carey falls just shy of a century as the Aussies pile on the runs against Pakistan. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The emergency response to the flood crisis in New South Wales is now mired in controversy. It's been revealed an offer of help from the Australian Defence Force was turned down not once but twice, days before much of Lismore went under. The clean-up and recovery have barely begun, but there are already calls for a parliamentary inquiry. Amid the filth, the stench and the desperation of Lismore, politics muddies the water even more. There was no urgency with, with the warnings that were received. Locals widely condemn a decision not to enlist the Defence Force early as a flooding catastrophe was about to engulf the town and its northern neighbours. Doesn't surprise me to be honest. Uh, it's very disappointing and I think we really need to get back to looking at um, getting more local knowledge involved. It is hardly water under the bridge for the Premier and SES Commissioner surveying Windsor as it also cleans up. The ADF first offered help at 2pm on Friday, February 25, told it would not be needed. Later that day, the Australian Government Disaster Response Plan was activated for the East Coast. Again, the ADF offered assistance. Again, the SES rejected it, but advised the Army to ready itself nonetheless. Monday, 2.30am, mass evacuations as Lismore was going under, and 12 hours later, the ADF was formally called in to provide aviation and evacuation support and high-clearance vehicles. This event uh, was not predicted. It was not predicted. That was not what the Bureau was saying. The Bureau had been predicting moderate flooding only in Lismore, 7.2 metres, and three days later, it was nearly double, two metres higher than the 1974 record and displacing thousands more than anticipated. I can't um, respond or prepare for an event that hasn't been forecasted, but even taking at its highest, 
It then, as I said, in the Northern Rivers, went two metres above. More should have been done earlier and more ADF personnel deployed quicker. So even though the ADF had arrived in Lismore, aviation support was still needed. And on March 1, when people were either dead or dying or needing rescue from rooftops, this Bell 412, housed here in Sydney, privately owned but tasked by the RFS, was not sent to Lismore. It was sent to Cooma on March 1, where it subsequently did nothing. This is a rescue winch up here, so we can carry nine passengers in the back of this. The seats all come out, so we can also load in you know, a lot of uh, supplies. It's a perfect aircraft for the type of activity that um, we've just seen. The helicopter was one of more than 20 sitting idle across the state, many contracted to the government to respond to natural disasters, and yet nowhere near the flood zones that needed them. I'm on my roof. The water's still rising. My dog is stuck inside my house. Why are we here? I mean, this is an asset. This is a, an, S, an aircraft that's got rescue capability. It's got capability to take, you know, resources, supplies, move people. And um, we were, I don't know, what, 900 k's away. The irony is that desperate locals in the flood zones yeah, tried to hire the helicopters themselves, but the choppers were unavailable on standby for a response that was not even using them. The government is promising a review. Without an honest assessment of where things could have been better, then you can't have faith in things improving into the future. Should that be a parliamentary inquiry? Um, uh, no, I, no. A parliamentary inquiry is what the opposition wants. No one should have to beg for help from their own government. It should be supplied as part of the emergency response. Robert Avardia, 7 News. An investigation has been launched over footage showing a bus being driven through flood water on Sydney's northern beaches. The bus on Route 185 from Monavale to Narrabeen wasn't carrying passengers at the time. The water was so deep it covered part of the windscreen. The US Navy is joining the flood recovery effort in southeast Queensland, offering up 100 crew members from a supply ship set to dock in Brisbane this morning. They will be deployed to help with street cleanups, partnering with the Defence Force. 1,100 tonnes of debris has been cleared from the Brisbane River, but authorities warn it could still be weeks before it can reopen. The first Jetstar flight to Bali in almost two years is taking off from Melbourne this morning. Almost 300 passengers are headed to the holiday hotspot. Demand for flights has surged since Bali scrapped its quarantine requirements for overseas visitors. Jetstar has slashed prices to as little as $99 and from today the airline's partnering with 15 local businesses for a tourism campaign injecting $100,000 into Bali's struggling economy. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese has drawn level with Scott Morrison as preferred Prime Minister in the wake of the flood disaster. Let's go live now to political reporter Jennifer Beshwati in Canberra. Good morning, Jen. This is a two-year first for the Labor leader. Yes, it is, Jody, and quite significant. Despite the polls uh, mostly pointing in Labor's favour, the one thing that the government was always holding out for was that Scott Morrison remained preferred Prime Minister. Well, two months out from an election, 
And that is no more. Anthony Albanese is now tied with Scott Morrison as the better PM, 42 to 42. The poll of about 1,500 Australians was done between Wednesday and Saturday last week. Flood recovery dominated the news. And, of course, that meant the discussion about who was meant to do what and when. Also quite significant in the news poll uh, this morning is the primary vote. Labor remains at a high of 41. The coalition on 35. If the government fails to close close that gap, well, that signals a big election loss. What's interesting as well is that this poll was taken last week and Scott Morrison made some major national security and defence announcement, and that still had no impact on the polls. The only saving grace for the coalition, I think, if there even is one, is delivering some pretty big cost of living relief, given um, everything is so high at the moment, including uh, petrol prices. The budget is about 15 days away. I suspect there may be some reworking. Jodie? Will be an interesting few months. Thanks, Jen. At least 35 people have been killed and more than 130 injured in a Russian airstrike on a military base near Lviv. More than 30 cruise missiles were fired at the base, which is just 12 kilometres from the Polish border. The port city of Mariupol is fast running out of food and water. Around 400,000 residents are stuck there. The city of Cherniv, north of Kiev, has come under heavy attack, residential buildings targeted, and an American American journalist has been killed by Russian forces in the town of Irpin. Detectives in Queensland are investigating whether a driver deliberately crashed a ute into a police van, injuring three officers. The officers had been responding to reports of a stabbing when the driver, who was allegedly fleeing the scene, collided with them head-on. A senior constable needed extensive surgery and the police commissioner says it's a miracle all three survived. Victoria's triple zero service is going to extreme lengths to fix delays, offering call takers special bonuses to work unfilled shifts. Workers are reportedly being offered up to 20% more for morning shifts alone. It comes amid revelations 12 people died while waiting for their emergency calls to be answered since October last year. New South Wales is still finalising plans to allow Sydney siders to pay their respects to Shane Warne. Premier Dominic Perrottet has confirmed there are ongoing talks to have Melbourne's memorial live streamed at the SCG. Working through that with the Trust um, and you know, we want to run those events um, alongside each other. The Spin Kings Memorial will be held on March 30. A mother is warning other parents and children about a dangerous social media trend that left her son in hospital. The TikTok challenge, which encourages people to hyperventilate, has already caused deaths overseas. It's a craze sweeping the globe and it's happening behind the doors of teenagers' bedrooms right here in Australia. Then my head hit the wall. I heard a thud. And uh, I ran up the stairs and as I got to the top of the stairs, I could hear him like groaning. The thumbs blowing pass out challenge is another version of many internet trends seen before. But this is a bizarre new way to encourage hyperventilation for a brief euphoric high. The videos are being posted online, mainly to TikTok, along with the ones that have resulted in seizures, injuries, even hospital stints. I've since discovered how dangerous this is and children around the world have lost lives. It's actually quite scary and it's quite serious. 
Jane says her son copied one while alone in his bedroom. He hit his head on a table and was taken to hospital with concussion, but his injuries could have been a lot worse. His bedroom window is about a metre and a half away from his bed. Had he fallen through there? I don't know, or I wouldn't want to think about what would have happened. Advice from medical experts is stern. Do not tempt fate. Cutting off oxygen supply can cause irreversible brain damage or even death. Jane is asking for other parents to talk to their children. I've since had massive amounts of anxiety over not just this video, but other videos that are circulating on TikTok. Nick Hose, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones finished the week lower, the Nasdaq also down, in London the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,992 US dollars an ounce, oil is 109 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72.93 US cents, 85.5 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. It's been revealed as many as one in ten trainee teachers can't spell, punctuate correctly or do basic maths. The fail rate of the literacy and numeracy test for initial teacher education has nearly doubled within half a decade, a test which students are required to pass in order to work in schools. News Corp is reporting some would-be teachers couldn't spell words like disappointment and didn't know how to use apostrophes. A woman has died after a bus carrying Ukrainian refugees overturned on a motorway in Italy. The 32-year-old and her two young children were among 22 people on board fleeing the war. Italian police say the bus skidded and overturned on a grassy slope beside the motorway. The woman died at the scene. Nobody else was injured. The cause of the crash is not yet known. A state of emergency has been declared in parts of Florida after severe thunderstorms and a suspected tornado caused major damage. Roofs were ripped from homes and powerful winds snapped trees and power lines. Nearly 50,000 homes were left without power. A clean-up is underway with emergency crews helping locals to assess the damage. Chicago's river has turned a bright shade of green in preparation for St Patrick's Day celebrations this Thursday. It's the first time the river has been dyed green since the COVID-19 pandemic began two years ago. Chicago adopted the vibrant tradition in 1962 to honour the Emerald Isle. More than 7% of Chicago's population claim Irish ancestry. Donald Trump claims he would have stopped the war in Ukraine from breaking out if he was still president. Trump made the claim at a rally in South Carolina. By the way, this could lead to World War III. I see what's happening. Because if you think Putin's going to stop, it's going to get worse and worse. He's not going to accept it. And we don't have anybody to talk to him. You had somebody to talk to him with me. Nobody was ever tougher on Russia than me. Trump weighed into speculation. He has his eye on the 2024 presidential race, telling the crowd he may have no choice but to run again. In Australia, we're being told to live with COVID like it's the flu, but these scenes in China suggest the birthplace of the virus is heading back to square one. Makeshift hospitals are quickly being erected, with nine million people under lockdown orders as the new Omicron variant sweeps through. It's happening in the country's northeast, with mass testing now underway. The country is sticking with its strict response to the virus, even with daily case numbers in the hundreds. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To sport now, and Australia is in a strong position in the second test against Pakistan, despite Alex Carey just missing out on a maiden test century. Usman Khawaja's innings finally came to an end on 160, the Pakistan-born opener given a standing ovation from the Karachi crowd. Carey picked up where Khawaja left off, taking Australia past 500 before being undone by Babar Azam on 93, two overs from stumps. Australia resumed today at 8-4-505. The new look Bulldogs have clung on to start the NRL season with a win, beating the Cowboys 6-4 in Townsville. Canterbury were the walking wounded in the second half. Braden Burns left the field under concussion protocols after setting up Jaden Ockhambor's match-winning try. Brent Naden, Jeremy Marshall-King and Chris Patolo also left the field for the head knocks, leaving the Dogs bench bare bones. An extremely courageous effort by the not 17 players, 18 players there in the end. So it was um, unbelievable, really, what they did. The Hammers would-be match winner in the final minutes was ruled out as offside. Fremantle fell agonisingly short of securing a home AFLW final in their 37-point win over the Gold Coast. The Dockers needed only two more goals to finish in the top four on percentage. They'll now face North Melbourne in an elimination final. Earlier, Adelaide secured the minor premiership in their 39-point win over St Kilda. After nine days of competition, the Winter Paralympics have come to an end at the closing ceremony in Beijing. Our only medalist at the Games, snowboarder Ben Tuttope, carried the Australian flag in the Bird's Nest Stadium. If Beijing 2008 started a new chapter of growth for the Paralympic movement, then Beijing 2022 has marked a new dawn for the Paralympic Winter Games. The next Winter Paralympics are in Milan Cortina in 2026. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs extending over the interior will generate showers and storms across western Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, eastern South Australia and WA. Troughs and a moist air mass will trigger showers and storms across the tropics, mostly clear in western WA. Around the capitals today, a possible light shower in Brisbane, heading for a top of 28 degrees. A shower or two, 25 in Sydney. Early fog, 25 the top in Canberra. A possible shower developing in Melbourne, heading for 27. Hobart, showers and 18 degrees. Adelaide, partly cloudy, heading for 33. Perth, partly cloudy, 29. And a shower or two, 34 the top in Darwin. 